Settle down. Welcome back to the Settle Down Podcast. Uh, my name is Keaton, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Ben Kahn. Uh, ben is the co-host of the Pay Pigs Pod, which is an economics-based comedy podcast. Uh, he's also an established day trader, a content creator, a former Viner, and an avid plane crash enthusiast. <laughs> um, ben, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Um, I know we were supposed to record a little bit earlier tonight. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I now have a, a stomach full of burger and fries, so... Wow. Soon to be ice cream. Boise's finally getting an in and out. So I'm like kind of pumped because we don't have one out here and it sucks. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's going to be packed already, but that's fine. Where are you um, located? Boise, Idaho. Boise. That's right. I, I originally grew up in Northern California, but I've since moved out here for school. So, um, yeah, I see the mystery spot sticker above your head. Yeah, I was out. I took my me and my family went out there middle of summer this year with my girlfriend. Nice. Yeah. Um, my Jessica, if you will. So, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, you know, you've been doing the podcast, at least pay pigs for a few months now. And then you've been doing uh, I almost said settle down. Um, well, you were you were with Trillionaire Mindset for what, two years and some change. Mm -hmm. Um and obviously, that was also finance-based podcast or economics at that much. Yeah. Uh, can you explain to me how you got your start in like financing? Like, kind of what led you to do what you're doing now? Sure. Uh, I always had an interest in in stocks and trading and all of that stuff since I was a kid. And when I turned, I think when I turned 19, I was uh, turned on to the idea of actually starting my own, opening my own trading account through a coworker of mine at the time who I actually was just talking to on the phone on the way uh, where I am now tonight because uh, we're still in touch. And yeah, yeah I, I started by just throwing every last dollar, every last extra dollar I had at, uh, at my account and just slowly, slowly learning by doing and failing and learning and losing and winning and learning and getting frustrated and wanting to quit and over and over and over and over. Yeah. And then, you know, I just started to get a little bit better at it and a little bit smarter and a little more patient, a little more cautious. And <clears throat> as time went on, you know, my skills naturally went up a bit and uh, that led me to doing, pursuing it full time. And from there, I mean, it was kind of a, a mishmash of, of, doing Vine at the same time and mm -hmm. making making friends with certain people, including and especially Cody and Noel. And it was my knowledge in the stock market realm that prompted them to uh, ask me if I was interested in doing a show based on it, based on this stuff, because in part due to the GameStop saga that was happening at the Interesting. time. Because uh, Noel was texting me and calling me and leaving voice memos. We were exchanging them pretty much daily. And I would kind of break it down for him what was happening. And we were just kind of gossiping about it, too, and uh, cracking jokes to one another. And he was he was like, 
you should do a show. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And he said, well, we'll make it happen. And then Leader Mindset was born. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I mean, my first introduction of of you uh, before I even watched the show was was the Cody and Noel do day trading. Yeah. And I thought I thought that was so funny. Like, I, I haven't really watched many of those like Cody Noel do's. But I thought the day trading one was really good because I also kind of I'm also kind of into economics, but not to the extent of being able to run a podcast or, you know, do day trading. So I, I find yeah. that really interesting. Cool. Um, well, can you you know, can you obviously you mentioned a little bit in your story that uh, you were also doing financing, but balancing Vine as well. Mm-hmm. Um Moving into a podcast, you have to have some understanding of how to sit in front of a camera and talk to people. Yeah. Uh, and because you're not interacting with live people, you know, you can't react. You kind of have to know how they're going to respond by preparing for the video. Um, can you explain what the transition was from Vine like to podcasting and how sure. that's kind of helped? And then what even briefly, just like what got you involved in content creation? Good question. Uh, first of all, real fast, you're not picking up any of the, there's no audio bleed from the TV in the background, right? Do you need me to no. move into the room? Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, it sounds great. Good. Okay. Uh, no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> um, so I, I did Vine when it first came out because I felt like I had missed the boat on YouTube mm. and like Twitter which is so stupid looking back. It's like there was never, I mean, there's no time like the present. Yeah, and no kidding. I just kind of thought, oh, well, that ship has sailed. So stupid. Um, a, a mindset that I still try to try to keep out of my head. But yeah. um, so I was doing that and with no real goal in mind, it was just fun. It was just really fun to do. And it was a, it was, uh, creative exercise uh, that just was, what can I come up with? What would be funny? And so on. And just seeing seeing the immediate uh, success or failure of any one given video was pretty valuable to me because I would get the dopamine hit or I would get the fucking crash if it didn't do well. Um, so I kind of started to figure out not only my own voice creatively as it pertains to content creation, but um what people were interested in and what vibed with people and i mean that's still just one shade because all sorts of different things vibe with people that i yeah be able to create um and so then the transition to doing a podcast was just kind of i mean i was nervous because it's like being on set and being in front of cameras and lights and stuff is is intimidating so i just kind of it's like, all right, gotta just fake it till I make it. Kind of just do it best I can, and just act professionally, and yeah. uh, hope that it translates well, and that I I come off as knowing what I'm doing because obviously that's gonna kind of make or break the show at least initially because mm-hmm. nobody wants to see somebody up there just floundering because it's just yeah. weird and it's hard to watch. So yeah, yeah. I just kind of put my best foot forward and just just gave it as what I thought was the best shot based on what little I knew just from watching others do it. I just thought, all right, I think I have a good grasp on what would make a good uh, camera presence. Just be direct, talk to the camera, avoid stumbling over my words, things like that. Yeah. 
Hmm. Was real quickly as off topic from the questions I had, but was um, was Trinity Your Mindset your first instance of a podcast? I mean, I know you yes. were on a game show. I know you're on Wheel of Fortune, um, but so that was like your first instance of being on like a full time camera for hour and a half long segments or whatever they may be. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's I I can imagine, especially with jumping into TMG, which is already like a very established, they had an established reputation. I could imagine there was a lot of pressure to yeah, succeed. But um, I had I had a good, um, I, I felt confident at least that the audience would like me because of how well that Cody and Noel do day trading video. Yeah. Work. It was like, okay, this audience is at least somewhat familiar with who I am, so it's not going to be a total shock. Therefore, I can kind of, you know, I can take liberties that I otherwise wouldn't yeah. into being goofy and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, uh, you know, one of the things that I've, I've wanted to do for a long time is, is do media and, and content creation. But uh, as a full-time employee, I don't sometimes get a ton of opportunity to focus on creating content and perfecting like what I'm working on currently. And so a lot of it's kind of rushed. Um, now that you're doing podcasting full-time other than the day trading, which I feel like isn't always a nine to five, unless it is, um, what, like when you're recording, what is the day in a life of, what is like, what is your day to day look like when you're trying to prepare for filming? You know, are you getting up early to record? Are you getting up early to prep? Um, you know, how long does it take to get stories together? Um, uh, it, it depends week to week. Uh, some weeks they don't write themselves, but some weeks it's obvious what the story is going to be and yeah. what we're going to be covering. And so basically every Monday, Emil and I will have already started a shared Google Doc where we're dropping in links to stories and links mm. to things that we separately think are interesting. And then on Monday, we go over it together on FaceTime and narrow it down to what we want to talk about. And we kind of we kind of try to think about what the title would be first and work backward from there. Hmm. Uh, but we're less concerned about whether the title pertains to the subject matter because it's, you know, it's like, you got to come up with something catchy. Yeah. Uh, eye grabby. Cause yeah, that's just the nature of YouTube just, and stuff. But yeah. Um, so then Tuesday, we get together at like two in the afternoon. So I, I'm never waking up early to like get ready and go. It's, it's yeah. like, oh, I take our time. We get in, uh, record Tuesday from like two to five. And then uh, Wednesday evening around this time, um, 9 p.m. or so, our editor gets us a cut. Hopefully we have time to look it over and make sure that everything's fine, but we at this point, pretty much trust him. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we post on Thursday. And so from the day that we record until the next Monday, we are just kind of always on the lookout for new stories, new ideas. And because, okay. um, yeah, we're, we're in addition to doing the show, we're now doing I short form stuff. That's yeah. 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 Is that the, the Ben and Emil do? Right. Yeah. I was doing a little bit of prep work this morning uh, before work trying to make sure I had like just anything that I wanted to talk about, you know, planned. And once I started looking up uh, your guys' YouTube channel, because I mostly listen on audio, uh, I started getting a bunch of shorts of like 
the Marvel movie, like Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, I think, I think YouTube's a really good platform too, for being able to market that stuff. Um, because obviously once you start clicking on a channel, the shorts start posting, um, would you say that that's one of the more impactful, like, have you noticed this, a spike in views since doing the short form videos because of the ability to like harness shorts? Um, or has it just kind of stayed consistent? It's kind of stayed consistent, but then again, these, these shorter form videos, let's make a clear distinction. There's YouTube shorts, which are 60 seconds. Yeah. We haven't really seen much of a bump on the main show that I can tell that I could clearly attribute to those, but, mm -hmm. uh, on their own, they, they get several thousand views, which is not nothing. Yeah. And the the short form ben and emil do which is like 10 to 12 minutes is what we aim for those uh those have been doing well enough and they each time so far we've only done three posted three those get uh us like 50 to 80 new subs and that's obviously good that's a nice metric to go by yeah um and by themselves they get a solid amount of views considering the size of our uh, platform or our, our show rather our YouTube channel. So, yeah, but yeah, nothing really measurable yet. Uh, but it's, it's, it's better to, to kind of diversify and not just rely on the one hour long show every week. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, we're recycling right. those YouTube shorts. We're putting them on TikTok. We're putting them on Instagram. That's what I figured. Yeah, I'm not on any of the social media, so I've only really seen the YouTube shorts, but that's wow. really because I don't have TikTok. Um, but yeah, well, you know, obviously you, you kind of explained how you got your start with Trillionaire Mindset. Mm -hmm. And obviously my first, like I said, instance of, of seeing you was on the Cody and Noel do. But I didn't really start listening to the Trillionaire Mindset until probably about episode 20. Mm. Um, I think you guys were covering like the European air conditioning situation. Mm, um, right. And I was just at work and I was like, ah, you know what? This is like would be kind of cool. And from there I was kind of hooked. But you know, I knew you through TMG. And mm -hmm. luckily I was able to find you then to be able to follow you to pay pigs, but I don't think everyone was able to do that. Uh can you explain to me obviously the the challenges that happened or that came about after leaving TMG and now you're kind of running your own program independently? Um, and maybe some of the successes are like more fun things to share about, about becoming independent and not kind of part of a brand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely been fun to have with, with TMG, we kind of, uh, we obviously didn't have to worry about anything except for showing up and recording. Mm -hmm. We, we, we figured out what we were going to, we planned it all ourselves anyway, but now we've got, we're way more hands-on with strategy and it's now that it falls on our shoulders, I like rising to the occasion a lot more and feeling like, okay, it's on me. I don't, I'm not relying on our producer to tell us how the episode's performing. I'm now in the YouTube dashboard myself and looking at analytics and like trying to, trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so I really like that element. It is, it is frustrating and tough losing a big chunk of an audience because people aren't very proactive. People mm -hmm. do not, they, they see that the show trillionaire mindset was over and they just figure, Oh, I guess that's it. 
because a yeah. surprising amount of people I would get, I, I still sometimes get messages from people saying, where, what happened to the show? And it's like, where, where have you been? What do you, it's been, it's been since June. Yeah. Well, you guys announced it in June. And people part. just, are, uh, they, they just don't know. And they don't, yeah. they don't think to do a little bit of digging. Their first inclination is to just ask the source like, Hey, yeah. what's going on? And it's like, just, but you just, can figure it out, man. It's very, if easy. you go on YouTube right now, if I type in your name, it pops up with PayPig. So yeah, it's there. Right. So that's a frustrating thing is feeling like uh, there there's a, a, a large swath of people out there who otherwise would have followed us over if we had been able to properly like lay the foundation for our yeah. audience to follow us. But yeah. we weren't able to do that for various reasons. But of course, yeah. so that's a big bummer. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. I mean, obviously, I, I think the show's I think the show's gotten a little bit better. I think it's become a little Thank more you. raunchy. Um, mm -hmm. I, I did really like, you know, TMG, like the studios, but I, I, I could understand. Obviously, you didn't really speak on it much because there's a lot of legalities there, I imagine, and personal stuff. But I, I can say realistically that I think the show's improved a little bit. Um, and for me, it's been a little bit more enjoyable to listen to. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And... I, I do also think that fan bases are very important, especially in following. And from what I could see, like when I'd watch the YouTube videos, I could tell that there was more dedicated fans. And I felt like there's more engagement to like fans being like really entwined because they're proactive in following you. Um, but, you know, I, I, I can imagine it's tough. Um, have there been any like major successes where you're just like, man, this feels so much better switching and now like being independent i know you said some of the challenges but yeah um one of the things is doing this ben and emil on series because we mm -hmm. weren't able to do That's that what it is we weren't able to do that at tmg before getting like a solid contract in place like you needed a contract for fucking everything mm. and it was taking months and it was just like we just want to make these fucking videos man we yeah like, the fans are asking for it why can't we do it well we gotta like figure out it's just it was and and that's the people saying well we got to figure out that wasn't cody and noel that was you know yeah. our producers and stuff and um sorry i'm I'm leaning over petting petting my dog no that's um, okay but uh yeah um <sighs> the, the it was it was it was frustrating at times and even though it was nice having a producer and a team handling everything now that i'm a lot more hands-on I prefer it that way because I have, even though I had, we had creative control, it was still like, I don't know. There's just something a little bit stifling about it in the, in a sense that you don't realize it's stifling at the time until you are doing it truly on your own, because there's a kind of attitude and mindset that you have when you're out on your own that you just don't really have when you, when you start, cause we, we started from this high place with, you. yeah. Whereas normally you'd start, you know, in, in your kind bedroom, like what I'm doing right now with a yeah. little, and we were very you know. fortunate, but also like spoiled in that mm -hmm. sense. And there were, there were times where we both didn't really feel like even having that fancy ass set was like, is this really necessary? We haven't like earned this. This is something yeah. the podcast should get after years, years. Not just like mm -hmm. six months, man. Um, I mean, even so the I, set, 
even the set when you guys first got on was dope. Yeah, I mean that was just a green screen, and I like that. That was that was uh, that was cool, but yeah, the the going from TMG to where we are now, it, it's it's great, but it obviously came at a cost. The audience, <laughs> we we lost a good amount of people, but we still have a solid core of people who watch and listen and subscribe and support us on patreon which is tremendous mm -hmm. and um yeah that's awesome um you know one of my one of my final questions here is i for someone that's watching this because uh, you know there'll be some people in my class that are watching this that might be interested in you know they might have been thinking hey i got this niche thing i kind of want to talk about it uh they don't know kind of the route to go mm. obviously you kind of explained that you started from a hundred and you kind of had to, you know, stoop yourself back down to a lower level. Yeah. Um, but, but you have experience, you've got three years of doing this, um, mm -hmm. give or take, what recommendations would you give to someone that like myself or even someone that just has never even been behind a camera? Um, if they're thinking about starting a podcast, if, if, if there's any recommendations. Oh boy. Wait. So your entire class is going to see this, uh, for the, I mean, my class is not that big it's a capstone class so sure. uh this is my graduating class so it's i think it's only like 20 people max all right hey i just want to say hey to all you fucking nerds in school <laughs> fucking doors no good for you um yeah. so sorry i just I, <laughs> it's okay school's um, overrated anyway yeah but it can be nice i it's yeah. it's nice to 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 uh to, the, like the social aspects especially are, yeah. are very useful and anyway um Boy, I mean, it really depends on what you're and like, I'm glad you caveated it with me only having done it for three years because I'm by no means an expert. Yeah, because I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm very much still learning just by doing it myself. Um, and I'd say that uh, huh. obviously you got to figure out your own, you know, a good way to do it, I think, would be to kind of outline what your show is pretend that you'd be pitching it to a network hmm. it's like a one page log line of just like you know what the show is two guys talk about take the piss out of the stock market and business news and big tech and government which is what ours would be yeah uh you can um draw comparisons to who you'd because obviously it's like, well, it's like this. So like we aspire to kind of be like the Daily Show with John mm -hmm. Stewart, just okay. covering, covering news, politics, all that stuff with a humor, a humorous slant. Yeah. Um, in doing so, it's a kind of exercise in honing what you want, not only your voice to be, but what the show could be. And then from there... It, it, basically you got to figure out what it is first because if you don't know what it is nobody else is going to know what it is. yeah you can't you can just hit the ground running and experiment but nobody's going to watch it not 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 because of that but probably because you don't have the network and the means necessary it's probably disorganized as well too yeah um so it's good to have a little bit of a just a loose structure um and from there i would if you can invest at least a little bit in like the, the lav mics that people use the road, uh, lav oh, mics, yeah. 
Yeah, like those the, are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got a, a set of those for the Ben and Emil on. I saw that. Um, if you can, ah, fuck! I got one of those little like hangnail things. Oh yes, like a little right on like the corner, half skin, half nail, and I just yeah, fuck, nicked it. Um, it's okay. It's not so, like my classmates are going to see this, so you just cuss them out. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, um, I would say start start small with like if it's a podcast, you know, twenty to thirty minute long episodes. Um, try to keep it to one or two topics. Try to just keep it simple. Yeah, and and keep in mind and trust that you have good taste and that what you are making is something that you would want to watch. Cause that's, I mean, it's, if you wouldn't want to watch it, then why the fuck would anybody else want to watch it? Yeah. Uh, And then social media is imperative. I mean, it really is. So many shows have seen additional huge afterburner style success just from having a TikTok go viral. Yeah. Really. And and that that is just a matter of playing the algorithm because it will give you a shot. The thing Mm -hmm. about the TikTok algorithm is that it will, it it likes to give everybody a little taste to keep Mm -hmm. you hooked. It'll have you have a, a TikTok that performs really well so that you go, Oh shit. Whoa. I had something work. I want to keep something here. Yeah. So, uh, you lean into that and you just, you show up, you do it consistently. Um, you do your best to learn every single, with everything that you post, we're still learning. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we, we experimented with doing a, a, a fun little cold open a couple weeks ago where it was like a, um, it was totally, it was like a little sketch, a little mini sketch. And that was really fun. And people really yeah. liked that. So people, you get rewarded when you experiment and when you, um, you know, within the bounds of what you know the show is. Yeah. It would go crazy. But yeah, it's just a matter of really, truly just diving in, doing it, learning as you go, figuring it out. And in doing so, you figure out your voice, you figure out who your audience is, you figure yeah. out what your audience likes, what they dislike. Uh, you figure out whether it's something that should be live streamed or whether it's something that should be uh, highly produced or minimally produced, depending on the subject matter, all sorts of things. Okay. I hope that answers the question. Oh, absolutely. I was I was expecting when I was writing this out, I was like, ah, he's, he's probably going to give me like maybe one or two sentences, but that's oh. fine. Like, yeah, yeah. So... Um, no, I mean, that's, that's really impactful. Cause like I said, I'm, you know, also kind of new to this. I did radio broadcasting for two years and I was on air oh, yeah. for that, but being on camera has been a little different. Um, mm-hmm. understanding like voice and, you know, sometimes we run overtime and it can be like an hour and a half long pod mm-hmm. and it's just, I know it's not going to turn out well. So, um, I think a lot of that, like I said, when I ask these questions is that some of this stuff I'm going to take home and focus on, um, and use that to help with what I've got going on. Sure. Um, oh yeah. Don't underestimate the power of good lighting, uh, a green screen. If you can't afford a set and you want to have it just look a little bit better, you can mm-hmm. always green screen something. Um, and confidence. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, 
obviously you're not always going to be like, that was the best fucking thing I've ever made. But man, having the right headspace is just so crucial. Mm -hmm. Show up and give it your all every time and have fun. Yeah. When you have fun, the audience, I mean, I'm sure you can speak, you can speak to it. You can tell when we're having fun, right? Yeah. And does that uh, a lot more fun to watch or listen to? When I found out Diane Feinstein died, I looked forward to Thursday because I was like, I know what's about to happen. And it was, I could yeah. tell that it, there was just a, like a, a aura, even yeah. just off the audio podcast that I could pick up where I was like, God, this is just a fun episode. Yeah. So there you go. You have fun. Yeah. You show up, you give it your all. Uh, I would try, obviously this doesn't apply to you because you have broadcast experience, but challenge yourself to pay attention to how you sound, pay attention mm-hmm. to your vocal tics, pay attention to, do you say, do you say like too often? Do you say whatever too often? Do you say any kind of any kind of thing that could turn people off? Don't eat food and into the mic. Don't fucking, you know, just all sorts of yeah. things. Don't cuss too much. There yeah. are, those are like the fine-tuny things that I personally am a little bit more of a freak about. That's tough. But yeah. Don't be afraid to take a pause instead mm-hmm. of saying um and uh. That That's little true. pause doesn't kill you. Yeah. Doesn't hurt but anybody. The- Nobody's yeah, gonna out and go. Wait, where, where did he go? Just, yeah, what? Just keep going. Just there, but okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean that makes sense. Um, that's not the first time I've heard the the likes and the ums are a very crucial part. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's awesome information. I, I think you know, for myself, like I said, that's definitely stuff that I'm probably going to take back uh, and talk to the guys that I I work with on on that and uh, kind of say, hey, this is a guy who's done it and. Um, this is maybe how we should start looking at it because I, I do think some of the stuff that you're describing, we don't do properly. Mm. Um, and I, and I sometimes question whether or not I'm in the right, like genre of what I'm talking about. Mm. And I think I, I, I am, but to what you're saying, I, I think it's, it's just fine tuning the little things to really perfect it. Um, so, well, you know, I, I really appreciate your time. Um, I was hoping to get like a 20 minute interview and now we're at 30. So, um, it means a lot to me, you reaching out. I reached out to a few people and I'd actually DM'd Emil on Twitter like twice. And I was like, I should just send a business email. And, you know, it, it really helps being able to reach out to you guys and, and having this opportunity. Um, was there was there anything else that, you know? Just, I mean, I already said the confidence thing. Uh, when Conan O'Brien lost his television show, I remember watching his final interview, or not interview, but his his final like monologue speech that he gave directly yeah. to the camera. And he, his advice for young people was do not be cynical hmm. because being cynical is just a killer. And I, that stuck, that has stuck with me. And I find myself at times being very cynical. And it can be helpful if if your show has cynicism and, and part of it is, you know, you being bitchy or bitching about stuff. But try not to be cynical about be go easy on yourself, you know? Yeah. Like if you have I've had bad episodes where I'm like, fuck, that was dog shit. Tell you one thing, it does not at all carry into the next week. It rolls yeah. right off my back. I'm like, all right, whatever. I got next week. That's the yeah. beauty of it. You keep going. Yeah. You never know when you're going to strike gold. You never know what thing is going to pop off on the internet and get you a ton of new eyes. That's why consistency is key. Who the fuck just came in the door? 
Oh, sorry. sorry no, you're okay. Um, yeah, consistency and 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 confidence. That's that's what I'll say. Awesome. Well, um, Ben, thanks again for stopping on or stopping by, hopping on. I don't know. I mixed those two up, but uh, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and I wish you all the best of luck. Obviously, I'll continue listening and uh, think great things are about to come for the uh, podcast. So, right on, man. Thank you awesome. for having me, Eaton. Good luck. It is. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, Have buddy. See ya. See ya. Awesome. Um, well, that's really surreal. I've been listening to that podcast for a few years now, and um, just an awesome opportunity to be able to interview uh, Ben. Uh, originally we were supposed to have both on, but the timing just wouldn't work out. So I'm glad we were able to get this done. And um, yeah, I hope everyone was able to take something from this. I know I was. Um, feel free to reach out. I, obviously some of you will be watching this and, and writing on the blackboard, but um, yeah, uh, have a great rest of your night. Thanks for tuning in and uh, I hope to hear from you all soon.